Good morning and happy Monday! I'm Monica Wofford and this is your Monday Moment. It's the beliefs backing leaders into a corner. Leaders in the role for more than a minute all know that teaching and doing are entirely different. Yet in recent Monday Moments, we've talked about the benefits of teaching employees to fail and learn faster while we've kind of ignored teaching leaders to stop backing themselves into that proverbial failure corner. Now these are the tight spots and conflicting beliefs that drive leaders to berate themselves and their own achievements. And while most leaders learn to accept the failures of other people, talking about what they can learn from their own failures in the face of these three powerful belief systems is a much different matter. But what's the big deal? And what do we do about it? Well, first, review and decide if these beliefs are part of your own belief systems. Are they driving your own leadership actions or hesitations or frustrations for that matter? If they are, there's a corner where you fear failure for one reason or another and will miss real opportunities in your near future. Fear not, and all is not lost, these beliefs that may have you back in the corner of your childhood with no clear end to the punishment are able to be quieted or even completely overcome. But it does typically take time. Perhaps one motivating factor for their removal is the realization that before you can be credible in teaching those you have the privilege of leading such a vulnerable and delicate issue as failing while at the office and risking embarrassment, you first have to be willing to give yourself permission to not have every endeavor you undertake or effort you make result in a perfect outcome. May these beliefs be with you less time in the future than they may have been with you on the journey so far. That first belief system, the past. It's likely that the first time you stole something, for example, and got caught this left a lasting impression. As a teen or a young kid or even a toddler, many have this memory. And I'm told the most painful part of it was when they were required to apologize to the store owner or person. Or maybe that's just my own memory from being four and a half and stealing a tiny miniature. <clears throat> Moving on. <laughs> many of us though chose not to become hardened criminals because of this mortifying experience. Failures can feel real similar. The first time you were passed over for a promotion, the one you really wanted may have felt like failure or even rejection. Fear of failing that same pain could be keeping you from ever showing any ambition ever again. And that time when you spoke your mind and a bully in the meeting said your opinion was stupid may have prompted you to never speak up again for fear of having your reputation ruined or your insecurity discovered. Part of your past may include a college you didn't finish, a degree you're no longer using, or a comment by some idiot that you've been carrying around as a reminder of what everyone, in air quotes, thinks, while telling those closest, well, his opinion just isn't important. Hmm. If you've lived, you've likely lived through a few painful moments. 
The key is not to keep reliving them long into your future. But if you're not leading yourself well in the healing from pain department, you may be holding back, covering up, or talking yourself out of reaching for what you really want because of the events that happened in the past over which you no longer have any influence. Come into the present and give yourself the gift of leaving the past behind you. Besides, measuring your current efforts on an old metric such as past events is like measuring your worth based on whether or not you still fit your clothes from kindergarten. Hmm, you've grown since then. <laughs> that second belief system, though similar, is different. It's called parents. Now what our parents did or said is part of our past, but their messages have a different impact. Right or wrong, good or bad, nurturing or debilitating, your parents gave you a set of beliefs from which you may still lead or operate. The childlike brain is not very rational and makes decisions based on a less than fully developed decision-making center. As such, a five-year-old may interpret a parent's requirement to get all the answers correct or there will be punishment to mean that perfection is the only way I continue to stay loved or am valued. And yes, we know when we grow that these messages may no longer be accurate. However, knowing their real intention in the message and doing differently than the behavior you learn to get around being hurt by are two entirely different matters. It's often issues like these that surface when we're coaching executives or business leaders Smart, successful leaders back themselves into a corner of failure or self-loathing or simply anger at their own outcomes, often based on a five or six-year-old's interpretation of the rightness of their actions. What was right back then may no longer be right in the present. Your parents' messages had great power, some positive and some negative in nature. Yet at some point, as the leader of yourself and of others, you get to decide what you value, what you believe is best, and what you believe is the best dream, behavior, career, or action you should be taking. Believing you can't or that you failed because of a message given back when you were a kid might lead you into a corner in which you feel like a kid taking a timeout moment. Finish your moment and then get back to the business of leading yourself into your own ideal chosen future. And that third belief system, ooh, it's tricky. It's about being perfect and perfection. Perfection is a corner with which only a small handful of leaders can't relate readily. Whether it's a big boss driving the need for the project to be perfect, or a corporate office requiring parts of the process to appear perfect, many organizational cultures are hindered by this very belief pattern. Good enough is not a good option, and it sucks the very creativity or innovation almost completely out of most of those in management. Though, if you're lucky, Perhaps it's just your own internal perfectionist raining down repeated criticism should there be the slightest deviation from utterly zero errors. 
if the latter is your belief. And that's your corner from which you can't try anything new or take any risks or boldly step out to prove you're not perfect. That's actually much easier as it's within your total control to adjust. Perfect is not a condition. Perfect is a subjective label used to reveal either one's hopes or one's expectations. And if either are self-imposed, you fail pretty regularly, at least according to your own belief system about what needs to be happening. Consider making an adjustment. What if the perfect way to approach something was however you did it? What if the perfect motivational speech to give to the team was the one that came from your heart and you never really wrote down? What if the perfect outcome of whatever mistake you just made was the bond you now have with the one person who watched you do it? Perfect is filled with pressure for no reason and leads leaders into a delusion of grandeur that it's even possible to achieve it. Let this not be your chosen corner. The idioms are abundant. We are our own worst critic. People are not perfect. Nobody's perfect or nobody's nerfect. It's lonely at the top. And yes, it can be, with one exception. The voices in your head simply never stop talking. And they never argue with your own data, decisions, and assessments. This is how your beliefs back you into those corners. Question what you believe about your past experience or your parents' messages, and even your own thoughts about perfection. Not because you're bored or overanalytical, but because it will make you a better leader in the long run. Teaching others how to fail is one of our top 10 leadership tips of 2019, and failing yourself is part of the journey of developing examples you can use to teach growth and resilience to others. Instead, if you avoid failing completely or beat yourself up for what you think are failures from the viewpoints of these three corners, you'll also miss incredible opportunities to grow, show humility, and become a leader who continually strives to be better and better. Holding oneself to decades-old messages from parents or the belief that perfect is really a viable option are belief systems that trick many a manager into believing their failures. Don't back yourself into these corners or live a life leading by someone else's standards. This is your time. It's your time to step up and step out, get out front, raise your hand, use your voice, and lead those you have the privilege of leading and serving to even greater heights than you or even they may have imagined. Ready to take that Become a Better Leader challenge? Well, each Monday, on the Monday Moment, we share a Become a Better Leader challenge. It's relevant to that week's topic, and this week, your challenge is to first examine how often you beat yourself up for failing to be perfect. Second, determine how much of what you believe is needed and thus is driven by a deeply held desire to still please those who raise, love, and help you develop as a young person. Consider reaching out for professional one-on-one -on -one coaching. 
If the appearance of these belief systems are abundant and you believe they're holding you back from becoming a better leader. Truth is, they're exceptionally difficult to work on by yourself and a coach will make a world of difference in your progress. Introspection and the clearing out of old obstacles both have great value and something tells me you're on it and that before next Monday, you'll make leadership progress. I'm Monica Wofford and that is your Monday Moment. Have a great week and of course, stay contagious.